No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today, we see where 600 Danites steal the idols, ephod, and priest from an Ephraimite named Micah and set up the carved image in their own city. We hope you'll join us now as Pastor Daryl continues in Judges chapter 18 on Simply the Bible. Our grandson is nearly eight years old. I am increasingly aware that he is always watching and listening. Yesterday, he surprised us by asking to be baptized. He had talked to me about it earlier, and I explained what it meant, but I really didn't expect him to want to do it quite yet. But as he stood on the riverbank watching us baptize others, he felt Jesus wanted him to go through with it. Eyes are always watching us. Our seemingly insignificant actions can have big results in the lives of others, either positively or negatively. Today we continue our story of an Ephraimite named Micah, a Levite that he hired to be his personal priest, and the Danites who paid them a visit. The example that Micah set was to make carved and molded images and to set them in a shrine. He built his own private worship center. Now, five spies from Dan came to his house on the way to seeking new territory for themselves. They saw all that Micah had. When they returned from their reconnaissance, they reported everything to their fellow Danites who decided to conquer the city of Laish in the far north of Israel. We pick it up in Judges chapter 18, verse 11. And 600 men of the family of the Danites went from there, from Zorah and from Eshtael, armed with weapons of war. Then they went up and encamped at Kirjath-Jerim in Judah. Therefore they call that place Mahanadan to this day. There it is, west of Kirjath-Jerim. And they passed from there to the mountains of Ephraim and came to the house of Micah. Now, Kirjath-Jerim was a city in Judah on the border of Benjamin. It had belonged to the Gibeonites, but became part of Judah's inheritance. On their way to Ephraim, the Danites encamped west of Kirjath-Jerim, so they named the place Mahanay-Dan, which means Camp of Dan. Then they came to the house of Micah in the mountains of Ephraim. Then the five men who had gone to spy out the country of Laish answered and said to their brethren, Do you know that there are in these houses an ephod, household idols, a carved image, and a molded image? Now therefore consider what you should do. So they turned aside there and came to the house of the young Levite man, to the house of Micah, and greeted him. The six hundred men armed with the weapons of war who were of the children of Dan, stood by the entrance of the gate. Then the five men who had gone to spy out the land went up. Entering there, they took the carved image, the ephod, the household idols, and the molded image. The priest stood at the entrance of the gate with the 600 men who were armed with weapons of war. When these went into Micah's house and took the carved image, the ephod, the household idols, and the molded image, The priest said to them, 
what are you doing? And they said to him, be quiet, put your hand over your mouth and come with us. Be a father and a priest to us. Is it better for you to be a priest to the household of one man or that you be a priest to a tribe and a family in Israel? So the priest's heart was glad and he took the ephod, the household idols and the carved image and took his place among the people. The priest's name was Jonathan and he was a Levite. Micah had hired him to be his own personal priest. We see how much of a hireling he was, for as soon as he got a better job opportunity, he was gone. Never mind the fact that he was a priest of idols in a shrine never sanctioned by the Lord, he would serve as a priest to the highest bidder, and he even stole his former employer's gods. You must question the wisdom of those who would worship gods that can be stolen. Verse 21. Then they turned and departed and put the little ones, the livestock, and the goods in front of them. When they were a good way from the house of Micah, the men who were in the houses near Micah's house gathered together and overtook the children of Dan. The Danites were like the American pioneers moving out west. They brought their wives, children, and everything they owned because they planned on permanently relocating. They put their wives and children and livestock out in front because enemy attacks usually came from the rear. Micah gathered a posse of his neighbors to pursue the Danites, and they cried out to the children of Dan. So they turned around and said to Micah, What ails you that you have gathered such a company? So he said, You've taken away my gods, which I made, and the priest, and you've gone away. Now what more do I have? How can you say to me, what ails you? And the children of Dan said to him, Do not let your voice be heard among us, lest angry men fall upon you, and you lose your life with the lives of your household. Then the children of Dan went their way, and when Micah saw that they were too strong for him, he turned and went back to his house. The Danites defiantly replied to Micah, What ails you that you have gathered such a company? Now they knew full well what ailed Micah. They stole the gods that he had made. But again, you must question the value of gods that can be made. Sadly, many people think that man has made God in his own image because they choose not to believe in God. I would challenge such people to read the Bible and ask themselves if Yahweh is anything like the pagan gods. The mythological gods were just superhumans, whereas the triune God of the Bible is so completely transcendent to man, existing outside of time and space, that it is unreasonable to claim that man invented this God in his own image. The unbeliever must also explain how Jesus Christ intervened in human history and performed such mighty and wondrous miracles and then raised himself from the dead. If a person will honestly examine all the facts, and he cannot help but acknowledge the existence of our transcendent creator, the likeness of which could never be fashioned with gold, silver, wood, or stone. Micah stands as an example of the fool who seeks his own way rather than God's way. First, he made false gods. 
Then he made a shrine to house them. Then he hired a Levite and made him a priest. All his worship was for his own convenience. When the legitimate tabernacle with the Ark of the Covenant, the anointed priests, and the genuine presence of God were nearby in Shiloh. Micah preferred idols of his own making to worshiping Yahweh according to his commandments. Likewise, it troubles me today to see people who think they can be Christians and yet not attend church. They pay no attention to the scripture that warns us not to forsake gathering with fellow believers. Like Micah, they seek to establish their own religion of convenience rather than submitting to God's order. But Jesus said in Matthew 18, 20, for where two or three are gathered together in my name, I am there in the midst of them. When we gather as believers in the name of Jesus Christ, then guess who also shows up? The model for New Testament worship is found in Acts 2.42. All the believers devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship and to sharing in meals, including the Lord's Supper and to prayer. We just had our annual worship in the park yesterday where we gathered to have a public worship service, water baptism in the Boise River, and then a barbecue and potluck. And may I tell you frankly that the Lord was there? And I haven't the words to describe to you the joy of seeing children, teens, young adults, middle-aged adults, and even one man in his 70s choosing to commit their lives to Christ and be baptized before the congregation, before the river rafters floating by, and above all, before the Lord. That is worship in spirit and in truth according to God's plan for this church age. God seeks such worshipers as these. But Micah confessed to the 600 Danites, what more do I have? As they stole his gods and threatened to kill him if he didn't stand down, Micah realized that the Danites were too strong for him. Micah lost everything he had sought to build. So they took the things Micah had made and the priest who had belonged to him and went to Laish to a people quiet and secure. And they struck them with the edge of the sword and burned the city with fire. There was no deliverer because it was far from Sidon and they had no ties with anyone. It was in the valley that belongs to Beth Rehob. One bad decision led to another. The Danites had no right to invade these quiet and unsuspecting people. They were not of the nations that God told the children of Israel to destroy. And the Danites were outside their allotted inheritance. The people of Laish were peace-loving. But the Danites were thieves and murderers. They killed the people of Laish and burned the city with fire. But truly, as idolaters in Israel, it was the Danites who really deserved to be burned with fire. So they rebuilt the city and dwelt there, and they called the name of the city Dan, after the name of Dan, their father, who was born to Israel. However, the name of the city formerly was Laish. Thus, the tribe of Dan was divided, some living in their allotted territory between Judah and Ephraim, and some living in the northernmost part of Israel. Then the children of Dan set up for themselves the carved image, and Jonathan, the son of Gershom, the son of Manasseh, and his sons 
were priests to the tribe of Dan until the day of the captivity of the land. So they set up for themselves Micah's carved image, which he made all the time that the house of God was in Shiloh. This explains the origin of organized idolatry in Israel. It began here with the tribe of Dan. In this, the words of Jacob, their forefather, were fulfilled. Dan shall be a serpent by the way, a viper by the path that bites the horse's heels, so that its rider shall fall backward. Several centuries later, when the kingdom of Israel was divided into north and south, Jeroboam would set up two golden calves, one on the Benjamin-Ephraim border in Bethel, and one up north in Dan. But these Danites were already accustomed to practicing idolatry. It is interesting that in the book of Revelation, when 144,000 Jews are sealed and protected from the coming judgments on the world, Dan is the one tribe that is not mentioned. Bible scholars have suggested that this is because Dan led Israel into idolatry. The example we set for others does matter. You may say, but I'm not a leader. Really? Turn around. Is anyone watching you? Your children, grandchildren, neighbor, or co-worker? The Apostle Paul said, imitate me as I imitate Christ. And this should be our aim and motto as Christians. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. To listen to previous episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our iTunes podcast. Tomorrow, we will see where a Levite takes a concubine who is unfaithful to him and goes to live with her father. This begins perhaps the most wicked, tragic, and gruesome story in the Bible. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the book of Judges on Simply the Bible.